that one belief eliminated from your brain could change the course of your reality. Would you want that? It's not for everyone, only the brave. Those who want to own their life like the powerful leaders they were born to be. A pivotal moment can change everything. Now, here's the host of Crossroads to Awakening show, Wendy Paquette. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Crossroads to Awakening. I'm Wendy Pocket, your host, and I am so excited today because it is beautiful outside. I'm feeling inspired, energetic, and it really feels like we're moving into summer, and summer is by far one of my favorite seasons. So a little about me, I'm a holographic mind reprogrammer. I help women stuck at a crossroads to awaken their selves and change the world from where they stand. Because I believe as a high-frequency human, how you see your life is a direct reflection of the programs that are etched into your brain, and they can be easily shifted. So when you see your truth for what it is, you get that choice to change anything to anything, anytime, and that's what I'm here for. So if you want to access more of your true self, you can jump into at Crossroads to Awakening Show on Facebook and find me there. Just reach out. Send me a Facebook message and let's... Let's connect. It's time to change your life today. So our topic, our episode, it's episode 12, you guys. I can't even believe it. Episode 12. It wasn't that short long ago that I didn't have any episodes. And uh, thanks to Christine, I have an amazing show that I am so in love with. And today's episode is called Feeling Lost. And the reason I chose this episode topic is because energetically I'm sensing that some people are in that wobble. They're kind of at a crossroads, you know. They're standing in that space of something gets to change and so much is happening in our world right now that they're just unsure. It's like they're on wobbly feet and they feel a little lost. And not maybe not lost in the big, big sense of loss, like can't find their way, but lost in the moment. Lost in the moment in what should they be saying or should they be saying anything or what do they think. Or what have they been thinking all along? Like it's really this magnificent time that we're in right now is really bringing forward a lot of the truths that we've been just barreling over with how quick a pace that we've been living. So feeling lost is something that has a a very large scale. So we're going to start with my perception of what feeling lost is. We're going to walk through a couple of things like how to find your way when you're feeling lost, and what causes that feeling of uncertainty, right? What causes that feeling? And what can you do right now to shift feeling loss into feeling purpose, right? So I have a lot of really fun tools up my sleeve that you can do today that cause you to feel like you're right on target. You're exactly where you got to be in every moment that you get to be it. So I'm going to start off with Saying that feeling lost is a state of mind. Feeling lost is a state of mind. And yeah, you know, it sounds so simple, but really what it comes down to, the first question that I had there is how to find your way when you're feeling lost. If you recognize that feeling lost is a state of mind, you're at the very start. You, you're now already on your way back, back home to you to find yourself because you get to recognize where are you right now? So ask yourself those questions. Where am I right now? Literally, be literal. Are you at your house, in your living room, 
on your couch? Is it daytime, nighttime? Where are you right now? Just recognize where you are. Come back to self, right? Come back to self. And you've heard this statement before, be here now. Be right here right now, right? Despite that feeling of lost or confusion, be here now. Even when you say it, it has this presence about it. And in order to be here now, one step into that is notice your breath. Go right into you. Notice the breath that's coming in and out of your lungs right now and be present. And that, my friends, is you being present with you in your reality right now. So in this moment, you're not actually lost. You found yourself. You're right here right now. And so now from this beautiful space, you can look out into the world that's in front of you and identify from point A, which is where you are, point B, which is what you're looking at. And that brings us right into that state of recognition of, okay, okay, I am here. And what I'm sensing is that you might feel overwhelmed, right? You might be looking out at point B and going, look at how much is happening in the world. Like, I'm not understanding how to behave. I don't know how I get to show up and how will my, what will my world look like? And, you know, it kind of has a swirly feeling about it because it seems overwhelming. And that really walks us into like right into the, that second question I had, which was what causes that feeling of uncertainty, which is what are you looking at? Recognize that you're the identifier of what you're looking at and you are the experiencer of the feelings that you're feeling, right? So again, we get to be right back into being present with ourselves because overwhelm is the state, which I always liken it to, lack of commitment to the commitment. So that's only true if you're actually committed to something or if you have previously committed to something. And a lot of us got stopped in our tracks with the pandemic in that, okay, so nobody knew what was going on, so you're living your life and you're moving forward and all of a sudden, boom, you're paused. And so really, you didn't, if you had somewhere you were headed, that was put on pause. And so how many of you actually stopped where you were, looked at everything that you were doing, kind of put the brakes on, I don't know whether slowly or quickly, stood in your space and then made a new declaration? Like, okay, uh, I'm not sure what a pandemic is, <laughs> so I'm going to look deeper into this. I'm going to look at where I'm headed and where I'm at, and now I'm going to come a little closer to my life. And what I don't know about you all, but I know that what it created for me was that feeling of, wow, all the things that I've acknowledged to myself, like maybe I'm going in a direction that... I get to shift a little bit or maybe some of you are going in a direction that you completely did not want to go into and felt like there was no choice. There was no way out. And the pandemic caused you to pause and look at that and really be present to it. And it's super crazy, uncomfortable. But you have now this moment of looking forward going, well, what would I like to do next? Where would I like to go next? Right? So there's this moment of really truly being present to your reality. Now, 
speaking back into the commitment part, if you've not committed to something else, even if it's just to look at your life as the platter of awesomeness that you've created, maybe it's not awesome for you. Maybe you're looking at it like, you know, my my life kind of sucks. My brother used to say he was a long haul truck driver and he he's now got a different career. But he used to say to me, he'd call me on the phone and say, you know, I say, what are you up to? You know, what's going on? And he'd say, oh, you know, I'm driving my life away. And every time he'd say that, I'd say to him, you're going to get exactly what you are putting out there into the world. Exactly what you're saying you're going to do and drive your life away is not something I think you'd be excited about, right? So to me, that was that space of I've I've succumbed to this thing that I've chosen that doesn't make me happy, so I guess I'm just going to drive my life away because I have no choices in the world. And we all know that that's not actually true. So I'm back again to that commitment space. So maybe you haven't committed to something. Fine. Not I'm sure not many of us have, right? We're in this, the pandemic, and now we're just witnessing what's actually happening. I'm like, okay, so, you know, they're talking about flattening the curve. What does that look like? What does that even mean? Right? We're walking ourselves through all of it. And in those moments that we're looking at the pandemic, we've stopped looking at our life. Right? We've stopped looking at the space that we were just driving almost unconsciously through, whether we were happy or not happy, or maybe we didn't even notice whether we were any of those things. Now we're looking at something completely different. There comes a time where you're you're saying, yeah, I get this pandemic thing. Yep, I'm following all the rules. I'm doing all the things. And I still have my life here. So what am I actually considering? What am I actually looking at? Like, yep, my life's there. Am I going back to my job? Like if those of you are put on furlough or you're, you know, you're paused for a moment. Do you really want to go back? Right? Can you imagine the level of, of, I want to say like ignorance, you would give yourself like, oh, I'm not even going to look at that because I don't really want to go back to my, now you can call it old life. It's been what, almost nearly three months. I don't want to go back to my old life. I don't want to go back to my old career. I want something that brings me joy. I've had time to rest, potentially, and if we're lucky, right, we've had time to relax and rest and settle back into our lives just to see what it actually looks like. And now I'm realizing I don't really want that. And just that mere recognition alone could cause that feeling of being lost, right? Because now we've not committed to anything. We had a job before. We were just doing the things. And now we're in a space of contemplation. Like it or not, you're in the space of con- contemplation. You can try to go back and be like, okay, you got a time machine, you know, dial that sucker up and <laughs> go back to January if you want to of 2020. But let me tell you, if you have one of those, make sure you let me know, like, you know, private message me. But <laughs> otherwise, you're looking at right now. What do you want right now? And what would you like to be doing right now? And you get to look forward or into your life as it could be because you are the creator, right? You are 100% responsible in this space of where you're headed and what that could look like. And so I have a friend who I believe is on the line. If they'd like to come on and, and uh, Keisha, if you'd like to put Thomas on, I hear you. I'd like to have this conversation live about what this could look like because there's, there's so many people out there that have this experience 
of not really wanting to go back to a life or look, you know, be looking back where they want to look forward and move into a space of possibility and of more joy. So, Thomas, are you on the on the line with me? I'm right here. Yay! Welcome, welcome <laughs> to the Crossroads to Awakening. <laughs> so glad Thank you're you. here. So, pleasure. I don't know. Were you uh, were you hearing what I was speaking into in that space? Yes, there was nothing that surprised me one bit. It was like coming home with you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I know we're we're kind of getting the cue. I've got about three minutes to break, but I want to set this up ahead of time so that when we come back from the break, we can dive right into it. I've experienced a lot of people who are finally seeing their life for what it is, right, for what they've created it to be, whether whether they were joyful in it or not. And unfortunately, I see a lot of, even uh, some of my friends or people that are in my community who are doing things, they were just doing them to do them and not to actually participate. So it was almost like an unconscious living of their life. And now they're in this pause and they, they're finding themselves. They're, they're realizing, wow, I, I'm actually here. <laughs> like I, I'm alive and I love gardening and I love spending time with my family. And they're looking at what, could happen moving forward and they're and they're stuck in this crossroads of possibility they're stuck in this crossroads in their head of oh my gosh what is happening like what's going on here so before i bring you on and i i know i've got like one minute to hop in we're gonna totally speak into how being responsible for your life 100 percent, like actually calling in your life even from the space of, I don't want this, what you're telling the universe is, I don't want this, I want something else. Because you cannot say, I don't want something with our, without having an idea of what you do want. I'm not sure if people really have experienced that thought before, but have you, heard, have you ever heard me say that? Absolutely. Okay. Because what that tells me for any anyone who is experiencing this feeling of kind of feeling lost or at a crossroads is you only know that you are not pleased with your life because you have an idea of what joyful, blissful living for you looks like. That's, mm -hmm. that's the truth, right? So Thomas, thank you for coming on early with me. We're going to run right into a break right now. When we come back, I'm going to ask you some really, really juicy questions about your perception of what that actually looks like, being 100% responsible for what you call in and knowing that that's you creating it. So we're off to a break right now, and we will be right back talking to Thomas about what it feels like to see loss but not feel loss and pull something in with 100% responsibility. We'll be right back. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Pocket knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. 
Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now because you're at the crossroads to awakening. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Crossroads to Awakening radio show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I do this the second time. I have myself on mute to take a sip of coffee, of course, and what happens? Yay! <laughs> I've reintroduced myself while I'm on mute. So thank you very much, everybody, for sticking around with us. We, this is the Crossroads to Awakening show. You are listening to the episode about feeling lost. And right before the break, we were speaking into what's possible when you're feeling lost and knowing that you have created exactly what shows up for you in your reality right this minute. So whether you've given yourself the permission to look at your life and have a decision on whether you're joyful about it or not, or if you want change, or if you're realizing maybe you just really, really love your life, you get to know that you're 100% responsible in the space that you've brought it in front of you, facing you, and experiencing this moment in it with you as your creation. And so I have on the line with me my friend Thomas. Welcome, Thomas. I would like to ask Thanks you a couple questions about what you think, like what, let me, if you don't mind me getting a little personal, what was your, your career life like before the pandemic? In November, I made a decision to step away from what my life looked like at the time and prior to that time and the pandemic just magnified that but um yeah i was on a, i was on plane weekly I, almost weekly almost on a plane almost uh weekly so my body was just you know ripped off the earth put it in a metal tube and sending itself all over the world almost on a weekly basis um, meeting speaking training corporate leaders around the world so what you're saying is that you're you're really running through your life, like doing, doing, being on a plane every single week, that's uh, like 52 times a year. Is that what you're saying? Oh, easily. Because some weeks, some maybe I had a week off, but then maybe another week where I had three stops that week. So I was on a plane every couple of days for a week, so multiple trips per week. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, when we're looking at that, I'm saying you went somewhere like once a week, that's 52 times, but really you've gone somewhere and then come back. So you're talking over a hundred and some odd flights in the air where you're off mm-hmm. working, doing your thing. So mm-hmm. were you doing what you always dreamed you'd be doing? Uh, uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm clearly filtering that. So that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> yes and yes and no. I mean, it started off with um, it's like that old saying of uh, "be careful what you wish for," um, oh. because you are so friggin' powerful. And I think you can take that apart any way you want to look at it. But when even in the you can use the word vision, you can use the word wish or dream. It's like, oh my god, I, I dream of being a, a speaker that's traveling all over the world. Oh my god, that would be amazing. And there's another side to that. Yeah. So you were, when you first began, it was something that you would love to do because you were thinking about it, sort of dreaming about it, and then you're stepping into it. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. I had always dreamed about it. So I got exactly what I envisioned and asked for. And it reminds me of something that a, a friend of mine told me. Uh, and it's along the same lines uh, about having a vision and possibility about what you really want. He had said that he'd always dreamed of, I think it was, there was a there was a famous uh, San Francisco 49er football player. I think it was, it, I don't know if it was Steve Young or Joe Montana. I'm just going to pick on Steve Young for a moment. This is a quarterback. And my friend, I, he had always had a vision of, of being on the plane and sitting next to him in first class uh, on a flight. And crazy enough, and this is just a vision. He didn't know the guy. And because he was sharing the power of having an absolute, unshakable, crystal clear vision of a possibility and a future and a vision. And he actually got that. And he actually sat next to this guy from a flight, I think it was from Chicago to sat back to San Francisco. And the next question was, so how was it? We're asking him. And he goes, actually, it sucked. It was not a good conversation. It just wasn't a good experience. And I always loved the guy, but we didn't have a great experience. And he said, so here's the thing. If you're going to be dreaming and you're going to be holding a vision of possibility, make sure you're crystal clear because he got exactly (laughs) what he asked for. And I think you get it, Wendy. He got exactly what he asked for. Sitting next to, in first class, this exact person. He he wasn't specific about what was happening in the conversation. So it was a horrible conversation or a horrible interaction. (laughs) Yeah, interest is so amazing to actually hear you say that because there's so many times where I have done that to myself where I went, yeah, oh, man, wouldn't it be really cool if, if I experienced that? And then I experience it and go, man, I could have amped that up. <laughs> it could have been so right. much, Like there's just so much more to the experience. So that visualization is such a massive part of, of who I be now and mostly because of that because I kept seeing those things occur. Like I would I would want something or desire something and then i get it. And there was nothing really when I, I mean, it's still true now. When I want something, it's mine. I mean, there is a hundred percent unshakable possibility that I won't, there's like, there's no way I won't get it. It just is going to happen. I am so unattached to the timing. I'm unattached to what it looks like. I just know that whatever it is. And I, I've literally found myself so cautious about that space of visualization because of exactly what you're saying. Cause I I've been there before where some like strange things have occurred. Mm-hmm. So it's 
so for looking at what you've created for yourself, so you realize that you were dreaming about that type of like flying around the world and coaching and speaking mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. So you've been doing that for how long now? Uh, this iteration, probably, I think it was uh, 2016 to 2019 was the, this in that iteration. But if you look back over the entire, um, I think most of my adult life from 1994, I've been a road warrior most the entire time because this was a vision that I had back at that period of time in my life. You know, in my twenties, yeah. I, I had had that vision. Well, I mean, let me back up on that. I think really the, the only real bones of the vision. You know, how you go back through your old documents and like, did you ever write this down? Yeah, to some degree, is like, yeah, I, I, you know, my dream is to, to. I love travel. I like mm. first class travel. I, I re, I like pamper. I like spas. I like all of that. And I'm like, man, that would be awesome if I had that every damn day, every friggin' week. Oh. <laughs> And then at some point there was like, oh, have a radio show and, you know, and, and a guest and be a guest on shows. And it was just amazing to me. But what was the missing piece? The missing piece was the clarity about like, so what kind of conversations are you having? Who are you meeting? Um, how, you know, how long are you someplace? Who do you want to be talking to and collaborating with? Which is the very part that I think it just sucked the life out of me. And I just became a, a drone <laughs> to some yeah, degree. <laughs> a flying around the world. <laughs> flying around the world. Now let's, you know, That's you all know I did. the awesomeness that you were being while you were being it. And it wasn't exactly mm. like you would have dreamed it up had you realized those details back then. So you get to be an acknowledgement of what you actually created, which is incredible. Just it 100%. Have those subtle nuances. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're looking at the pandemic. It happens. And everybody is like, Hitting the pause, but I'll never, I'll like, it's like one of those moments I'll never forget, right? It's like, where were you when 9-11 occurred? Where were you when the pandemic happened? I remember the moment that they decided that the kids so in high school, they were just going to go into their March break, which is spring break, you know, here in Canada, and they're going to have an extra couple of weeks off. And I was like, okay, you know, that could be cool. That's kind of fun, right? <laughs> you know, I'm the safe space of having an extra couple of weeks that I remember thinking, okay, interesting. It didn't even occur to me that it could last this long and it could, it could have all these interesting subtle nuances to what it looks like and people's perception and how long it could be, you know, how long it could go. And I have never been busier in my life. I have never created more things for it from the space of vision ever, ever, ever in my life. The the radio show got birthed on uh, April 6th, was right smack dab in the beginning of it, like right in the first few weeks. I also created a membership club where people can come in and create uh, inner peace, like actually learn tools and things that I've learned throughout my life to generate inner peace in there. And the community is spectacular. And I've sourced some, like exactly the type of humans I would love to play with. There is possibilities that I have created for myself I didn't even realize would mm-hmm. or could come into my reality. And that came from that space where the pandemic hit. And I, I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then moved into more of, I just moved in further into myself. Like, what am I really mm-hmm. after? Now's the time. Somehow intuitively I knew 
that was the time for me to, you know, go deeper, go deeper, right? So what occurred for you? What was, I look back, I was headed that way anyway. That was happening. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was walking towards that space, whether a pandemic occurred or not. So I believe the timing of everything just, it just hatched itself perfectly. But right. when you look at your life, where, like what occurred? So if you traveled hundreds of times a year, then the pandemic shows up. What are you, like, where's your head at that moment? What's happening in that moment that, that you're, <laughs> you're kind of on lockdown? <laughs> Well, I, it, it's, it's, it's almost like the world caught up to me, or it's like I stopped the world. And I probably should put a period there and leave a space. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, you know, it's, it's, you know, I had begun the process to be, you know, to full disclosure, I, I had begun the process. I drew the line in the sand probably the end of October, first part of November. I said, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. And the questions came not just, from others around me, but in with me, and like some of us, uh, we don't, we don't. I think my most critical feedback comes from myself. Like I really don't need people around. I mean, I get, I'm, I'm pretty brutal. I have been pretty brutal with giving myself my own feedback, and uh, and so I even asked myself the question. It's like, okay, so if you stop your doing, what are you going to do? And what do you get to be? What do you get to do? What do you get to create? And I didn't really know but I knew this wasn't working. And so I paused that, and the crazy thing is, I mean, the first several weeks was painful because it was unlearning. It's sort of like coming off of a caffeine addiction or some kind of addiction. It's like (laughs) my whole world turned upside down, and it was very difficult to disconnect. Anyway, that's maybe another different story. So getting to the pandemic, I I had been traveling just because I wanted to travel a few times in January and February and then in March, but not because I had to, or I convinced myself I had to because of clients. And then we had full lockdown. And since March 12th, I haven't really gone anywhere. I'm not saying I've been holed up in my house the entire time. And then more times than not, like watching and hearing people's experiences of being bored and, and, and scared and all of this, I'm not saying I haven't been through phases of that, but for the most part, and I'm kind of really coming out today because I felt guilty probably until today of even saying this. It's just like, you know what? I've been preparing for this my whole life. This is great. Mm-hmm. Not that people are dying. I mean, listen, fine. If people want to misinterpret that, that's fine. I'm a loving guy. And I'm saying is that I think my, my screams of inside of like, stop, 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 stop. Just stop. I just sourced the planet stopping. I just, yeah. uh, you know, I, 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 and, and, you know, perhaps you and your audience like really like, oh, totally get this, you know, where if I yeah. yelled this on the street, people are like, what the hell? And <laughs> it's just, it's like, wow, I knew I was doing it for me, but it's almost, I was channeling that from the earth, the universe, the quantum energy, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt like, at times in your life, or pretty much all the time, it's just like, wait a minute, I'm an alien. I am not from this time. I'm not from this space. I am a person out of time and space. And I'm here. I have felt like that most of my life. And I've adapted, yeah. you know, to, 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 to fit in and all of these things. But ultimately, which is why I'm saying right now, is that I think this was the cumulative cry 
of help for everything. I can say the earth, my soul, my heart, everyone. Of just let's just take a pause and breathe. Yeah, well, and yeah, look. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I'm just agreeing with you. You're mm. basically the <clears throat> humanity crisis. Like most sure. of us, we're running at the speed of light in our lives and not even seeing ourselves as time's whipping past us, right? Where we mm-hmm. finally got that pause. How many, how many of us secretly were in our heads saying, my goodness, I, I would love a vacation. I would love a moment mm-hmm. just to be me or, or just to pause everything so that I can catch up to myself, right? If it's not with their mm-hmm. career and the work that they're doing, but with their life and their family and their friends and the things that are going on, like it's really, I mean, we all are, we're, we're all one. And, and, you know, those who listen to my show and I would, I mean, I reckon to maybe, <laughs> maybe some people that are new might not, but I know that we are all one and we being one had a, have a communal calling. We have um, a source calling for change and shift and it's evolutionary in every moment. It's not new. That mm-hmm. we have a call for yes. It's evolutionary. We can't help it. Energy only transforms and moves and changes consistently. It's the only thing that is the same is change. So that right there. Yes. Yeah. Pivotal in that moment to instead of all of us collectively having the wondering, what how can we change the world? Like everyone's saying, Oh, it starts with you, it starts with one, it only takes one person. And you know, the collective like screw off. Yeah, maybe. And if I'm one person, how can I really make that change? Well, collectively, that that unified desire to have mm-hmm. change, be change, and experience change causes, it's like the 100th monkey effect, right? Critical mass. It all of a sudden creates it. That flip over from one lower frequency to the next one, which could potentially be neutral, Flipping over into a space where, yeah, let's really look at this, right? Because not only did we stand in the pandemic and say, holy crap, like, look what's going on here. We get to be mindful of a million things that came at us, our health, right, our wealth because of stopping work. But where are we at with our bodies? Like, what are we doing for the Mm -hmm. planet, for the earth, for our neighbors? Like, so many things came to light. Then we step into the race space. And that conversation, which which is so beautiful to see hearts awakening us in the same space. We're in the same pandemic with the same, you know, so we just blew the lid off of the globe connecting. Literally blew the lid off it. And of course it's going to look messy. It's like, imagine, you know, what is it? <laughs> Have you ever had, I don't know if it's a, like a, a fruit smoothie or something that maybe somebody forgot to put in the fridge and it's got a lid on it. And it's just really fermenting. And when that sucker mm. gets to that point, it blows the lid off it, and there is shit everywhere. That's pretty much what it looks like right it's now, right? It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe it's ugly, maybe it's messy, and it's stinky. But guess what? It gets to be cleaned up from here, right? That container that held all of that combustible energy is now open, free, and breathing and ready to be cleaned Mm -hmm. up, rinsed out, right? Washed out. So when we look at where you were at, you had this, this internal call to just stop, right? 
Yeah. And we all did. Therefore, we all did in some well, way, in some way. You, you know, you, 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 you had the opportunity to witness um, holding on and um, consciously, whatever, you could say, probably both, you know, you know, uh, consciously and, well, unconsciously, it's more likely, more like it, like unconsciously and consciously holding on. And what I mean by holding on is continuing to tolerate and put up with and source and create the story behind what was going on in my life over the last year. I'm talking about last year. And yeah. uh, it must have been mind-blowingly, maybe it was painful, maybe it was whatever, of like you and others that could have seen and going like, oh, my God, does he, he doesn't receive this. He does not see he's killing himself. I mean, it's not just an opinion, but it's just like consciously. And it, 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 it's, it's extraordinary. The, the wisdom was always there, but it was just clouded. And I think that's true for, yeah. for all of us is that even right now, I actually get it that people are yelling and screaming and they're in pain and they're fighting and they're arguing. They are scared. I, I, I well, I'm just going to say it. It's just like, I think it's just really scared of what's inside. Because I yeah. know the something you've always passed on to me is, and, that, and that's probably one of my favorite pieces of wisdom with you. I, I was sitting in your, it was last year, it doesn't matter what time. I would think, I, I remember the moment I was sitting and you standing and you had said, it, it goes, you know what, Thomas, something, it's something like this is like, you're, you're trusting that something is in alignment or it's not in alignment. Congratulations. Like you're really trusting is it in alignment or not in alignment? And what I heard from that piece of wisdom, which I use all the time now, is is that I don't need to come up with the analytics and the metrics and the the data and the logic of why something is true and something is in alignment or not in alignment. What if? How much simpler and lovely and beautifully in tune and in sync I could be with the universe and everything around me and people and relationships and all of that if I simply was okay that something is in alignment or it's not in alignment and acting from that place? Yeah. It's so simple, right? So simple. Simple, There's like a lot of things, but we, what we make it difficult, I think, as humans. I do. I certainly make it difficult and complex. Because I've been trained to, I think. It's just, it's a programming or something. <laughs> well, it's simple but not easy. It's like it's like transformation. No way. We're in the transformational space. Everything in transformation. You know that you're in transformation when you are feeling ugh, horrible in some form. <laughs> you're transforming because you're recognizing. Metamorphosis. Like, oh, yeah, something's changing. This is feeling yucky, right? So you get to move through it into the space of, yeah, I caused this for myself so that I could transform into something else because what I was in wasn't working. So you cause that shakeable moment so that you can see it, feel uncomfortable, and then move through it. So what we're really looking at... What if that was the access points? Totally. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean... I mean, that's a key point. That's a real key point there is what if the very thing that I'm avoiding and taking drugs for and whatever or running from, what if I just stop for a moment and I, um, as a friend of mine said, just went down the rabbit hole, like, like, like yielded. It's weird. It's weird. Um, kind of like a surrender. 
It's a surrender yeah. into. It's different because there's a boundary. Uh, it's not the same as giving up. I, I don't know the. Dis, I, I know the distinction, but I'm not sure how to say it. But it's the. Yeah. It's not a, a giving up and laying down and letting like laying in, in the road and letting something run over you. It's not that really that kind of thing. But it's allowing. I think it's the allowing surrender. The allowing. Can I just let it and see? Yeah. Instead of fighting it's my cold, what if I laid yeah. down, what if I was just with my cold and yeah. just let it process through versus, you know, taking a bunch of drugs and then getting on the plane or going out there or getting in the car and going to work and things like that that I know I've done before. I mean, like, I can just yeah. push it down and it lasts longer and it's more painful in the long run. <laughs> Sure. Well, I mean, Keisha, Keisha's just saying, and I, I get to say your name right. <laughs> She's my beautiful producer. She said, you can acknowledge that you totally created the moments that shake you up as well as the moments of moving through. Like, what if you're that hey. powerful of a creator, right? So, and that speaks exactly. directly to the recognition, like what causes the feeling of uncertainty, recognizing that you are the identifier of that feeling. And if you're identifying mm-hmm. it, you're in it. She says, I'm, she's paraphrasing my brilliance. <laughs> You're so funny. I'm in that, <laughs> I'm in the same, I'm in the zone. I'm just flowing. So the third, like the third question, Thomas, that I had on my plate for, for delivering today was what can you do right now to shift feeling lost into feeling purpose? And my, I know a hundred percent for sure that being here now, like listening to your breath, pausing in that moment, decide like, okay, I'm just going to pause. Like, I'm not going to let life bowl over me. I'm going to be here now. My instructions, my invitation to everyone, including myself, when I, if I ever, and run into those moments, is A, be here now. Then decide where you're headed. Like, oftentimes, you don't even know where you're going, so how could you possibly get there? So, of course, you're going to feel lost. Mm-hmm. Or, and then... What's missing from here getting there, right? So when you're headed somewhere, you get to look at it and go, I'm here now. I want to go there. What do I get to do today to actually be there? Like what step would I have to Mm -hmm. take right now and be on purpose every moment to get there? Because having a purpose that you think you're born with and being on purpose are beside themselves. There is no such thing as being born with a purpose. Every moment that you're alive, and on, you're on purpose. If you are making lunch, you are making lunch on purpose, right, to, you, to fuel your body in a beautiful way. If you're having a conversation with a friend, you are on purpose, in purpose, having a very connected conversation, listening, right, to the listening. So my invitation would be, Decide where you're headed. Like, be present with yourself and then go, where am I going right now? And what move can I make right now? It's like a chess game for yourself. What can I do right now to take one step towards that? Because I'll tell you something. One step leads to the next, leads to the next, Mm -hmm. leads to the next. And eventually, you're there. So your feelings of being lost are no longer a possibility. Because truly, being lost is a state of mind. It's a place that you let your head go to when you don't want to look at anything else. And that's not a responsible place to be in. Because when you don't want to look and you don't want to go anywhere, 
then you choose the victim stance of I have nowhere to go. Only because you're not looking <clears throat> and giving yourself the opportunity, right? So mm-hmm. when are there anything I mean, I know you've done lots of work out in the world with other humans in beautiful spaces. What would be one thing that you could invite someone to do today that could shift them from feeling the potentiality of being feeling lost into feeling purpose? Breathe. Anything that comes in? Breathe. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's the it's the first thing that even pops up is like just just inhale. I mean, just just allow when I'm stressed, when I'm in confusion, when I'm in overwhelm. You've already handled that part of it, of like that I created. <laughs> it's just breathe, just breathe. It comes back to the be here now. And the really extraordinary thing is, if I'm here right now in this moment, there is no fear of the future and no fear of the past or or haunting of the past. I'm just here right now. And it's really interesting because I'm I'm thinking about even this is a message that I've passed forward when I'm working with these chief executive officers or major corporations and just with friends. And and when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, breathe. Even when I feel like I can't breathe. There have been some nights I go to bed and I mean recently and I just like I feel like I can't breathe until I remember to breathe. I know that sounds bizarre. Mm. I I in I typically I, I do err on the side of being anxious and and being in the future, and so it's a constant lifelong practice to be here now. And when mm-hmm. I'm here right now, it is the most. It's like confidence comes. It's like earth energy, co-creative. Like I got earth, you know, like a root energy of just, and I'm just here. And that would be the mm-hmm. first thing, because. Well, not just the first thing, it may be the only thing. And then the next step is revealed. Because if I stop for a moment, or just even just breathe, even if I'm not stopping, it causes everything else to realign. And then there's a clarity and a groundedness and the emotions come down or the chatter comes down and my intelligence goes up. And I mean my innate intelligence, the intuition intelligence. Mm -hmm. It just skyrockets. And then I'm... And I very clearly, and I'm speaking up to me, but this is my, this is what I'm passing forward to you as well, is it just becomes clear. And it wouldn't be surprising. It's like, oh, I know what I do right now. I sleep. Oh, Mm -hmm. I know what I do right now. And that is, it's 7 a.m. in the morning and I'm going to go take an Epsom salts bath. What? Oh, I love it. that's, (laughs) That's just. That's just what gets to happen. I mean, like there's a piece of the brain that's like, wait a minute, this is not what we usually do. Wait a minute. This is not part of the plan. This is not on the schedule. <laughs> and, and see, that's the beauty of it. I think, I think that's the beauty of it is one step leads to the next step. It leads to the next step. It leads to the next step. Exactly. Oh, I don't want that coffee today. Or I want those three cups of coffee. There's no guilt, no harm, no shame, no blame. I mean, come on. What if that's hey, the listen. next step? I choose that every day, and I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna well, take that into our last break, Thomas. I'm gonna pull you right back on the other side of yes. this. But seriously, I live on coffee, and that's my favorite thing. So you're speaking <laughs> right into my language. But we're gonna go to break right now, and when we come back, I'm gonna tell you all about how you can actually connect with us and step into this space because no one's alone. And I'm here to say that out loud right now. You're not alone, and you can find me, and I'm gonna tell you how. 
So right after this break, we're going to wrap up the last parts of the show with the beautiful little bits we've collected through this whole entire episode and then send you on your way for a beautiful day as well. So we will be right back. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. This is Crossroads to Awakening radio show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Crossroads to Awakening. We've been speaking about feeling lost, how it's a state of mind. I've had my beautiful friend Thomas on. We only have a few more minutes left in the show, so I'm going to tidy the show up with a beautiful little bow and let you know that you can, right now, from the show, I'm going to offer a free 20-minute, I can Thomas, if you can mute yourself for a second, I'm going to put a free 20-minute call out uh, for anybody who would like to jump on a call with me if they're feeling lost and they're not finding their way. Because there is a space for you that you can step into through conversation that will set your mind free. Because it really truly is your brain that stops you from seeing what's truly possible in your world. No one is ever truly lost. We are never here alone. We have someone who is always on our side, even if we're unwilling to admit that. And like I had a conversation with Thomas before we even popped on here. And Thomas, I'd like to thank you so very much for popping in and having this conversation with me. It was so fun and it was so enlightening and so free and I know that others will relate to what we were speaking about, and I want to thank you for coming on with me. Thank you. And Always a pleasure. Oh, thanks, Thomas. And hopefully you'll come on with us again, and we'll talk about other fun things. And right now, um, if you go to my Facebook, which is Wendy Bruner Pocket on Facebook, look that up, or the Crossroads to Awakening show, or Wendy Pocket, the page, Message me and I will send you a link to have a 20-minute conversation. Let's just talk about where you're at so that we can see what's truly possible because you're not alone. I am right here. And that conversation to me means everything if it will spark the possibility for you to see that you can pause, that you can receive. I have a beautiful community of humans called the Crossroads Academy you can easily jump into that and spend time with other humans who are changing the world from where they stand with their love and their beautiful nature. And they're figuring it out as well, just like we all are in this moment. So for that, you can go to wendypocket.com and on the top, 
bar, you'll see the Crossroads Academy pop in there. Have some fun. But find me on Facebook. Send me a message or even Wendy Bruner Pocket on Instagram. Message me somewhere, anywhere, if you're feeling called to. Because there's nothing that you're going to experience in this reality that can't change if you're not pleased with it and if you're not feeling happy. Feeling lost is a state of mind and your mind can be shifted. Those programs that are in your mind can be transformed into something else. They can be transmuted or they can be eliminated so that source can express itself through you fully. And that's, it goes right back to what I say at the beginning of the show because I really do believe as a high-frequency human you can see your life as a direct reflection. And so as Thomas was saying, jump in visualize in full detail the world that you would like to live in so that you can live in it because it will show up. And if you spend more time on the things that are paining you, more of those things will also show up. And that is the what law of attraction or manifestation, call them what you will. But where energy is focused on, that's what comes to your reality. And it's proven over and over and over again. You can see it everywhere from examples across the globe. Let's create something you really want. Let's create a world that we all will be joyful and blissful in living in. I just want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you got all the way to the end, please reach out and let me know that you have heard it. Or if you'd like to connect or jump into the academy. But the world gets to be a better place. Because that's how I'm choosing to see it. And I'm going to create from the inside out. And if you'd like to be a part of that, inner peace to experience outer peace is my big vision. And I am absolutely open to sharing it with everyone and anyone who like to be a part of it as well. So let's talk about that. Let's marry your big vision of what the world could be like with mine and play together. This world gets to have a lot more humans who are on purpose here, who are the beautiful souls and hearts that we all get to play with. Thank you so much from the depths of my soul to yours for playing in the Crossroads to Awakening show. We will see you next week with more fun stuff. Sending you all kinds of love. Have an amazing day because it's going to be one. We visited it. Right, Thomas? So much fun. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Crossroads to Awakening radio show. Wendy Pocket will return next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We look forward to you joining us again. Until then, enjoy your journey and we'll meet you at the Crossroads.